What's up, Bar Babblers? Welcome back to another episode of Bar Babble. What is your drink of choice for today's episode? It's your girl, Lucy. And if you're brand new to this podcast, this is the space on the internet where we hang out every week on Wednesdays at the virtual bar talking about shit that we normally don't talk about at the bar. Anything from business, branding, marketing, development, and just marketing tips in general, self-development, thought leadership, and so much more. All drinks are welcome. Um, as you know, we are wrapping up the year, y'all. It's 2022. How has the year been for y'all? Has it been an amazing year? Has it been your year? Has there been any celebrations? Was it a year of tears? Was it a, a year of reunions after two year, years of almost lockdown? Is it a year of focusing on health? Is it a year of, of, of I guess, new beginnings? What has this year been for you? I want to hear from you. Make sure to either create a post, tag me on Instagram at the Bar Babbler, and let me know what 2022 has been for you before we head into a brand new year. Let's talk about and kind of reminisce kind of like the things that we've learned, the things that we thought about, and kind of also brainstorm the things that we no longer want to do for the brand new year. As you can see with today's podcast episode, I thought of this idea because I'm like, you know what, it's really good to kind of talk about whether it's resolutions, whether it's goals, but no one really talks about the things that we no longer want to welcome. And then I realized there was this whole YouTube video that Amy Landino, she's an entrepreneur, she's a writer, she's an author, she's a YouTuber, influencer, whatever you want to call. She's also all the things, but she's kind of like the queen of productivity. I'll have her items below. I've also mentioned her a couple times throughout the years. Um, and so I realized she had like a YouTube video. I think it was over the summer where she kind of had it like her own version of the bird book from Mean Girls. So, you know, like in the movie Mean Girls, spoiler alert. One of the mean girls, she has this book called The Burn Book where she will put like your photo, she'll put something nasty about you. And it's kind of like, if you're on this book, you're basically like burnt or like excommunicated from like being part of her life, her group, or even, you know, chatting with her. So she kind of, Amy Landino had this idea of like, what is in your own personal burn book, like in terms of obviously not with people, um, but, you know, with specific ideologies or I guess like old habits that no longer resonate with us. So when I was creating this kind of like podcast episode, I thought this would be great. And then I thought, you know what, I want to do like a little kudos to Miss Amy Landino because she had this you know idea about like your own personal burn book then when I pieced those two items together I realized when she came out with that episode I actually wrote out a list of items I think this was around the summertime um, in my uh, planner in my passion planner and I was like okay I want to write down the things I no longer want to accommodate or burn in my life and so I kind of want to share some items with y'all's so I know that's kind of like juicy, like giving you all the tea, but I also want to kind of make sure that I'm very intentional and also make sure that I talk about certain things as to why I'm no, what I'm no longer doing in 2023. And, and also some things that I've been no longer doing ever since um, she came out with this um, YouTube video or ever since I kind of really took the time to write down like what is in my own personal burn book. So as y'all know, every single year, I like to have... Um, during like the September fall time, I like to have kind of like an audit season where I take a look at what's going on 
uh, right, what's not going on in terms of like, you know, things that I should no longer continue, whether it's business, whether it's habits, whether it's like, you know, what should I continue? What should I continue to subscribe to? Like what resonates with me? And also kind of like, what do I envision the next year to feel, to look like? Like, what are my goals? It currently stumbled upon me because I was very feeling, I was feeling very frustrated as if like, I felt like I had like this imposter syndrome moment where I was like feeling really stuck. I didn't really have clarity as to where I want to go for 2023. I feel like I have so many different ideas, but at the same time, I also kind of want to um, take away um, some things off my plate. I realized that in doing my kind of like my yearly audits and looking back, y'all know that I always have a theme or a mantra every single year. I've been doing this for four years now, I think. And so every single year I have like elevate, like make sure I elevate like my presence, make sure I elevate kind of like my thinking, my books, my friends, the content I'm, I'm consuming, my habits, my nutrition, elevate my mindset, elevate the way that I speak, elevate the way that I dress. Then the following year I had thrive. And then the following year I had love. And then this year I had radiate. So I feel like in looking back at those mantras, like elevate, thrive and radiate, like those are kind of like words, mantras, emotions, whatever you want to call it, that makes me kind of like, it's in that hustle and grind mentality of like, okay, let's keep elevating. Let's keep thriving. Let's keep, let's keep radiating. Like it's kind of like a verb, like an action of like, go, go, go compared to the year of love where, you know, after a very hard year, I think that was Thrive was 2020 for me and then Love was 2021. Um, I kind of like let go a little bit and I was like, you know what? We've been through a rough year instead of having expectations of like, oh, great. I didn't really, you know, um, check this off my my to-do list, my quarterly goals, or even kind of like my vision board. I kind of like took away the expectation or even the pressure of like the go, go, go or like the to-do list. And I was like, you know what? Let me just kind of be present and let me just fall back in in love with my life, no matter what life throws at me. And let me tell you, ever since I kind of, you know, switched the game and when I did kind of like a revisit down memory lane, I realized that the year of love for me was my most successful and my best year thus far. Um, Personally, business-wise, financially, friendships, relationships, health-wise, skincare, nutrition, um, experiences, um, just who I am in general, like that to me was like the best year because I was just being instead of just being in that constant mentality of like, go, go, go. And and trying to like reach an end zone without really being present as to how far I've come. I've also recently looked at my Pinterest board, which is private of course. And I forgot that I actually had a five year. I, I, I didn't forget, but I, I always had like a five year plan. And I was kind of going through notebooks and stuff because I I journal a lot. And I realized, I was like, oh my God, I think I have a vision board of, it's called the dream board of what I want to accomplish within the next five years. And I did this obviously five years ago when I first moved to New York. And I was, you know, during this week of imposter syndrome, I was like, let me revisit it. Let me see what was on my vision board, because maybe there are some things that I forgot. Maybe there are some things that, you know, no longer resonate with who I am and the state of the world. And let me tell y'all, when I kind of revisited this, you know, memory lane audit situation of looking back in the past, I almost hit every goal within that five-year goal that I had in that dream board 
like I almost hit every single one. The only thing missing were kind of like the big picture things. But the thing is, I still have uh, like almost a year left um, to accomplish the remaining items. So when I kind of revisited this whole situation, when I was doing like the audit, I was thinking and I was kind of brainstorming, like, how do I want 2023 to to look like, to feel like, like, what is my new word? What is my new mantra? I was like, okay, let me brainstorm. Like, how do I want to be? Like, how, like, how do I want it to feel like six months from now? Where is my state of mind? Where do I picture myself? Do I picture myself here? Do I picture myself there? Do I picture like, how do I look like? Right. And so I was like, you know what, instead of having like a go, go, go verb of like elevate and thrive and radiate, like go, go, go. Like, do you, do you know what I mean? I kind of want to also have the same emotion as love to be grateful and to be more present and to be mindful and to kind of take things off my plate because I feel like the more that I do, even if I do have big picture goals, the more that I allow more abundance to come into my life. Like that's just, you know, from a personal sense. Um, If you're all into law of attraction manifestation, you know that it's great to have a goal and to work you know, law of attraction and to manifest and to really vision and to really implement and to work hard on it every single day. Um, but to also let go and to surrender, that's all part of kind of like the whole spiel. So I was like, you know what, I kind of want to just let go a little bit, not to have like a hustle mentality, to kind of just be more present, to kind of just settle into the next phase of my life and to see what abundance will come for the following year. Because I feel like the more that I pressure myself into like this go, go, go mentality, I feel like there's so much restriction, even though I do accomplish a lot. I feel like the year of love for me, which was the following year, um, 2021 for me, I accomplished even more or there were just so more radical changes that happened quicker like within a week within a month within three months within a year Um, and it's amazing how if you really are diligent and consistent about your big picture dreams a year two years five years can go by really fast that there are moments sometimes if you do like these yearly audits or if you have kind of like an anniversary, just like my New York anniversary that happens 10-10 every single year, it's really great to kind of revisit, you know, the pivots, the strides, the failures, the successes to see how far you've come in life. And so I, you know, during that imposter moment, I was like, oh shit, like I actually accomplished so much that I'm actually on track on my five-year plan, even though from the past two years, obviously with the whole apocalyptic world, um, as I like to joke, I always thought that I kind of derailed with some of, you know, the five-year items, but I almost hit every single thing there. Um, The only thing missing is probably just, you know, buying, you know, a home. Um, And I still have to decide, you know, where I would like to purchase that. But everything on there from like, I literally put like specific like fashion items there. I didn't get specific, obviously, like let's say it's a Chanel or whatever it is. But like I saw a bag that I like that like resembled that um, in terms of like fashion items and like how I presently dress. That's exactly how I <laughs> have on my on my vision board. Um, I joined Equinox. I was like one of the huge big picture items as well as to like be part of the Equinox group for whatever reason. That to me was like a level of success and luxury. Um, also cooking more. Like there were just so many things in terms of like relationships with friends and romance and family and like getting to see this and like eating this and like experiencing this like all of the different things I literally hit almost everything except probably 
three items. Um, one of them obviously was to travel, um, and that was supposed to be for 2020 or for 2021, but obviously, hello. Um, but that didn't really matter to me. And so I was just like, wow, I didn't realize that every single thing I got to really check off this dream board. And I'm really on the path of the, the of where I envisioned my life to be within five years. And I didn't realize that I'm actually on the right path, even though I felt like I was off course, even though I felt like there were moments I pivoted so much where I maybe derailed or even kind of took a detour or maybe I had to take a break. And so sometimes when you have these vision boards or, or you really write your goals down and you really take the time to brainstorm, to map out, to audit, to really kind of reflect back, it kind of cancels out your imposter syndrome because you get to see that all of the, the different strides, the moves, the the sweat, the blood, the tears, even if it's one step a single every single day, you will see that it really, really makes a huge difference. So with that being said, for season, for the next season, I'm going to kind of like reveal what my new word or my mantra is. And most likely I will also reveal what my new mantra is on Instagram. So make sure you're following me over there as well. I have everything down uh, linked in the description box. But I want to kind of go over, you know, before we kind of say like, oh, this is how I want to envision. This is how I want my 2023 to look like. I think it's so important that when we're getting specific and very clear as to who we want to become, whether it's in your business, whether it's you know, on a personal um, kind of view or conversation, I think it's so important to be specific as to the things that you no longer want to welcome, you no longer tolerate, or the things that no longer resonate with you so that you understand the, the type of woman that you're becoming, the type of entrepreneur that you're becoming, and the type of business that you also want to launch for the following year. So I kind of want to share like what are some things that I had in my bird book from that I wrote down over the summer and things that still resonate with me that I want to carry into 2023. So let's journey together. Grab a cozy beverage, maybe a, a glass of champagne since we're kind of in the end of the, the year. And let's kind of like write down the things, you know, have a separate page of like the things that no longer, it's kind of like your own personal burn book so that you can really make space for the things um, and for the abundance to come for 2023. So there are some things here that I wrote um, over the summer, such as drama or lack mentality, perfectionism. Oh, that's a big one. Saying I'm sorry a lot because I say that I'm sorry a lot. Like, for example, um, if like you speak and then I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Or like you, like I, I'm very um, like a people pleasing mentality, kind of like that. Um, filtered ego thinking, comparison of journey, um, being too afraid of people's feelings, lack of boundaries. Uh, what else? Negative talk with no solution. Um, projecting or, or having people's insecurities project on me. Um, and so these are kind of like things that I kind of like wrote down and I started making sure that I cancel them out, you know, throughout the rest of the year. And so moving forward, I still think that these are very, um, these things still resonate with me, but it's so fantastic how a couple of months, whether it's three months or six months, how if you really work on something, it really becomes you like you become it so really work on you know who you become or who you are every single day and it really becomes second nature so for example like um negative talk and no solution what i did was i really worked on implementing boundaries and i really worked on like what is boundaries how to communicate that and so when i have a conversation with somebody i'm very respectful to allow space for somebody to vent for somebody to be themselves to kind of unload if they need to but i also tend to be a little bit too 
nice where I allow people to kind of be like energy vampires or they project their own insecurities or they to kind of take over where I am all of a sudden like an empath and then I basically, you know, succumb all of that negative energy. And so I noticed that sometimes in conversations that I had, you know, in the past that there's so much negative negative talk. I don't know if it's because obviously we're used to it and sometimes you know it, it takes kind of like that self-awareness for you to step out of that comfort zone of talking so much negativity whether it's a circle of friends whether it's work whether it's networking and you don't even realize that you're doing it because you're so used to it and I noticed it because I, it was affecting my mental energy it was affecting me personally so I was like hold up a second what is what is the intent of me you know participating or even listening even if I have a good intention whether it's you know just being there for a friend or listening to you know a colleague of mine when there's no solution now there's a difference between venting and there's a difference between kind of like um being uh what what is the technical term kind of like really um kind of like emotional dumping I think that's the term yes emotional dumping your thoughts your emotions like things that are going on versus venting right like you can vent and be like hey, I, I have something on my heart and my mind. I need somebody to talk to. I want to get your opinion on something compared to somebody who just, just who just emotional brain dumps kind of like every single part of their day without really asking for a resolution. That was kind of like the main big things that I really wanted to change was I realized that sometimes me being there for friends or being overly nice or being such a really good listener to whoever it was, whether it's a person on the street, I'm allowing people to emotionally kind of like dump their thoughts with no resolution. So for me moving forward um, in 2022 and obviously into the next year, I want to make sure that I'm having intentional conversations. Like, yes, for friends, for family, like I want to give you the space to be yourself, to vent. But if we're talking about like something, whether it's like, you know what, I had a difficult client or, you know, I had a difficult boss or mentor. Let's talk about how we can kind of push through it, whether it's just making sure that we kind of to check on each other or kind of see if there's a solution behind it or just be like, hey, I just need a safe space to vent my uh, emotions. I just need for somebody to listen. And if maybe if you can give me uh, um, clarity or like maybe um, some sort of like second opinion about something that would be great. So those are one of the big takeaways of, of the year in terms of boundaries and the intentional conversations, making sure that I'm also taking up space. I realize that sometimes it's like in that movie, The Holiday with Jude Law and Cameron Diaz and uh, Kate Winslet and Jack Black, where Kate Winslet's character, spoiler alert, by the way, she talks to um, her neighbor, the character, and um, he was like a famous like writer. And so he says, you know, you, my dear, you're actually a leading lady, but why are you acting like a, a, a supporting actress? And so that was also another thing for me as well, where I'm such like a great hype woman. Um, and I'm so good in kind of being behind the scenes as y'all know, I'm like a the huge nerdy introvert, but I, I hardly really kind of do an unshameless plug for myself and, and also take up space. So I have to learn how to kind of step into my own power and to, to also just harness that main character energy and to also take up space, but also sticking to my morals and sticking to who I am by still being, you know, your best friend, if that makes sense. So I'm, I'm still trying to figure that out of how to really balance both and also how to find 
the right people when it comes to colleagues, when it comes to friends and family that will support me, but also allow me to step into my light, but also allow me to be, you know, their biggest supporter as well. So there's a lot of learning curves as well. Let's see what uh, else is here. Um, people's behavior, people's perfectionism. Y'all, that's, that was a huge one. I used to be such a perfectionist. Like I used to want to get everything like to the T, I want to put like 200% in everything that I do. And now like, yes, I'm a hard worker. I'm a Capricorn. I'm like a natural born hustler, grinder, workaholic. But now with the whole perfectionist for perfectionism mentality, it's all about kind of like checking yourself and being like, you know what, I'm doing the best that I can. And it's all about progression. So it's not for me so much about being perfect all the time like I love showing up imperfectly and just being quirky and being myself I feel there's less pressure and I feel so much more freer when I get to show up and make mistakes because I'm me and I, I I feel like there's more power when you know that you're not perfect because you have more confidence in what you're capable of that even though you try the first time and you may not be getting it right or you may mess up, you're confident in your abilities and yourself and your intelligence that you're like, let me just give me time and I know that I can I can learn anything. So just like me joining Equinox, I was not a runner. I've never been. I'm 5'2", so I'm not like a built athlete and so I'm not tall in any sense. So I remember when I joined Equinox at the beginning of 2021, and I really wanted to become a runner and do the New York Marathon, which I never did because I kept injuring myself. And I didn't know, you had, like, there was this whole, like, raffle process. I had no idea. Anyway, um, so I just was, I was just so consistent that to now, like, I can run three miles straight. And for, for any runners out there, like, that may not be anything to you. But for the non-runners, that's like a big deal to me. So it's not about the perfectionism of like, I have to do a 5K under 10 minutes or 15 minutes or whatever it is. To me, it's like, I did it. Like I was able to come from literally like panting on the treadmill on like 10 minutes of not even doing a mile to like now breezing my way on a treadmill, like doing 20 minutes for three miles plus a warm up plus a, a cool down and just excelling and just being on this runner's high and like just being on top of the world like I went from zero to like a 360 so it's not anymore about perfectionism it's about progress but having that confidence and once again stepping into my power that main character energy of knowing my capabilities that if I really try it something since I'm a Capricorn once I learn and I really put my mindset into it I know that I can do anything so I just wanted to have like a very quick episode as we're kind of wrapping up the year. I know everyone's very busy. So you're probably wrapping up, you know, your emails or out of office emails, maybe packing for a trip back home or maybe going to Hawaii or even just preparing for the new year to come. I just wanted to have a quick, short episode just talking about the things that I kind of started no longer having or having like a burn book um, for some of the items you know, such as drama, perfectionism, like not having boundaries, not speaking my mind, like having people's ideas project on me, comparing myself to like what other people are doing within my 
generation or whatever it is and like figuring out like what is it that exactly that I want you know compared to like oh that looks amazing on social media without really knowing like is that really what I want you know what I'm saying so I just wanted to have a quick short little babble about these certain things that I no longer want to carry into 2023 that I've actually started doing already that have been so instrumental in my growth and in kind of like the pivots that this year has thrown me because it has been a whirlwind y'alls but I just can't imagine that looking back in my dream board of you know the five-year mark of of what I envisioned my life to be that I actually accomplished almost every single thing except a couple things and I still have one year left to go of that five-year mark so it's incredible what consistency does it's incredible what you know, just working on yourself one step at a time, just taking it day by day. And it's also amazing how sometimes we really don't have to work so hard. Like things can actually be easy if you allow things to cultivate, if you allow things to grow, and if you surrender. Like that's one of the biggest takeaways that I've learned at the end of the year is to have faith, to have faith in myself, to have faith in just like me. I've had so many instances, just like with the summer, I realized that I kind of have this self-esteem issue when it came to like my work ethic. Like I don't have a self-esteem issue when it comes to like who I am. Like this is me. If you meet me, like this is how I look like, you know what I'm saying? Like if I look like a hot mess, hey, what's up? But um, in terms of like my work ethic, I never realized how I never really harnessed my own intelligence. And I get so many compliments, but I'm always so scared to kind of either intimidate people or be weird or whatever it is, or just feel like an outcast. But I always have this thing where I kind of like hide my shine for some reason. So I I had a big moment where I was like, you know what, I need to really have faith in myself, step into my own power, really know my capabilities and really look back down memory lane of the things that I'm able to accomplish, the things that I have accomplished with nothing and just because I had, you know, so much drive and so much grit and so much vision that I just kept going and going and going, even if it was hurricane season, if it was a motherfucking apocalypse, I just kept going y'all. So I want to hear from you. What are some items that you are no longer allowing to step with you into the brand new year as you are transitioning, as you're pivoting, as you're emerging into the brand new self that you are for 2023. Um, stick around for a brand new season. I'm going to take a short break um, for a couple of months. I'm going to be on like a personal retreat, spend time with some loved ones as well for the holiday season. It's also going to be my birthday season as well. So I don't really have a start date of when we're going to be back for season six. But if you would love to be on the podcast as a guest, if you have any questions or even topic requests in every episode in the description box down below there is a link for both so if you would like to connect with me be on our show have a babble with me about whatever it is that you want to babble about whether it's about your career or just chit-chatting and having a live babble with me if you have a topic request or a question that you would like me to answer for next year and then I'm happy to also collect that as well and we can be in contact but I'm going to be taking a few weeks off, uh, probably also on social media. I haven't really decided yet. So stick around, follow me on Instagram to kind of see what I'm up to. Most likely I will kind of also reveal my word of the year for 2023. If you kind of want to follow the steps of where I'm going. I also have a big idea in mind of how I want to redirect or kind of like position my social media. So stick around to see like what I'm doing there because I have more updates there. But I want to hear from you. What are you no longer, you know, carrying with you into 2023? And do you have a mantra for 2023? 
three, I want to hear from y'all's. If this is kind of like the last babble that we're going to be speaking together, I want to wish y'all a very happy holidays, a blessed season, and happy and prosperous new year. I wish you all of the blessings, success, health, love, and all of the things, all of the cocktails, all of the mocktails, all of the success and gratitude. And I'm just thankful for y'all to be sticking around with me two years in, five seasons in. It's been a journey. This is a small community, but a mighty one. And it is a pleasure to be babbling with you every Wednesday here at the virtual bar, talking about shit that people don't normally talk about, whether it's business, branding, self-development, and so much more. I'm just very blessed that to have the community, to have the listeners, and Happy New Year. I'll see you on the other side. Well, that's it for today's episode. If you love this conversation, make sure to give us five stars and leave a review so that we can continue to be a valuable resource for others just like you. Were you able to make it through the entire episode without answering any phone calls, texts, DMs, or tweets? Let the peeps know what you were up to. Take a screenshot of this show, share on your social media, or send a link of this episode so you can let the peeps know you are hanging out with Lucy at the virtual bar. As always, I want to take a moment of gratitude and thank you for listening and supporting our show. As you know, everything I create is made with a heart full of gratitude, Wi-Fi, and a little bit of whiskey. That's it for today's babble. Till next time.